Welcome to Retired Coast Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Anderson, and I'm going to talk to you today about five-star Airbnb ratings are important for owners. Just a summary real quick. If you stayed at an Airbnb, you know there's a rating system. That rating system is critical for owners in order to stay in business, earn enough money, and yet communicate accurate information to those that may want to stay. So we're going to talk a little bit about this just to make sure that you as an owner or as a guest understand what this rating system means and how important it is actually for both parties. So let's just talk about it a little bit. Airbnb started this all with their rating system. Some other platforms do not have a rating system. Websites that are owned by property owners do have rating systems. So it's not uniform across the board. But let's just assume for a moment that you can rate any property that you stay in in some form and that that rating scale goes from one to five, which is typical. Actually, I haven't seen one higher than five. So we're going to use that. So what does a five-star rating mean at your vacation rental? Well, I've discussed this with quite a few people who own other vacation rentals. Together, they are dozens and dozens. The consensus among the owners is that a five-star rating means that when you read something on the website in order to make a decision to rent that property, when you get there and the website equals what you find there, then that is a five-star rating. In other words, you wanted to have a great time. You needed three queen-size beds for your stay, and you arrived and there were three queen-size beds. Not two, not four, but three. They were in the bedrooms that were shown on the photos in there. The property looked like it did in the photo. There was no buildup of this property being greater than it is or less than it is. The description was adequate so that when you arrived you say, hey, this is the place we're supposed to come to. When you walked in the door and you looked around, it looked like the pictures. Everything was in its place. It was clean and it was neat. The beds were all made. There were plenty of linens for everyone. There was coffee service and all of the other things that you were promised on the website. In fact, you may have found that there were more things in there than you were promised on the website. Let me give you an example. We put out a new property that took us about two months in order to renovate and put together to make it perfect. When we advertised the property, we didn't really talk about the yard. In fact, before we renovated the property, there was a, a large yard. This was in a, in a single family uh, home property. The, the yard did not have a fence completely around it. So we put a brand new wooden fence, six foot wooden fence with a gate completely around it so that the children could play in the backyard and they would not be able to get out of the yard. We also put a fire pit in the backyard. We put a barbecue in the backyard. And we put a lot of chairs back there along with plenty of games. Uh, we put a horseshoe pit in and other things. We didn't describe any of this in the initial posting on the website and also Airbnb. But what we did say was adequate enough to have some people come by, some of the first people that came by, the first couple of groups, 
and they loved the place. In fact, their written comments were, I had no idea that this was such a great yard. You really need to advertise this yard. So my point here was that we received five-star ratings not because there was something extra, but because everything we promised was delivered. And in some cases, as I mentioned, we delivered even more than that. So we certainly deserved five-star ratings, and we received them. Now, just as there are five-star ratings, obviously, there's four other numbers there from one to four. Now, when should you give the other numbers? Well, a good example might be that you arrive at the property and the beds weren't made. Perhaps the maid didn't get there. You're there on time. You had the code or you had the key and you went inside and it wasn't cleaned. And what I mean by cleaned is you didn't find a couple little specks on the floor here. You actually found out that the shower wasn't clean. Maybe it had mold in it. The dishes weren't done. There, was, there were clear signs that the property was not in good order. Now, that's just one thing, okay? Another might be that you were expecting three queen-size beds, and there were only two, and then there was a small little cot in the corner. Well, that is not a five-star property. You can rate that a three-star or a four-star. It wasn't what the website explained to you that you should expect when you arrive. That's the point I'm trying to make here. A five-star rating means that everything was in order. X was promised, X was delivered. You might have gotten XY on top of that. That's great. That happens too. You'll be surprised at the things that hosts actually do that are extra for guests that they were surprise. Sometimes a host will find out that a guest is having a birthday and they'll drop off a birthday cake. Those kinds of things. We do those. We don't expect to get an 8 rating for those extra things that we do, but we would like to get that 5-star rating. Now, why is that 5-star rating so important to owners? Because think about yourself going through the process of selecting a property. And I'm not talking about the height of the summertime when you're willing to take anything because everything else is booked. I'm talking about periods of time when you can be picky and select anything you want. Why are you going to take a three-star average rating? You might not even want to take a four-star average rating. You say to yourself, why not? The price for the five-star is the same as a four-star. I'll just go ahead and take the five-star. Well, when you don't take that four-star, and you don't take that possibly even a three-star. You didn't look at the ratings. You didn't read the ratings in there, and you bypassed them. That means that that property owner is not receiving the revenue they expected when they invested all this money into that property so that you and others just like you would enjoy yourselves when you came for a stay. And all because perhaps one or two guests rated the stay less than five star, possibly even on a whim, saying that, oh, no one deserves five stars. There's no such thing as excellent. Everybody needs to improve on something. And yet you can't really say what that improvement is. That's just what you are. You, you don't do that with other kinds of rating systems. When someone asks you to fill out a survey, 
you treat them all the same. You say, I'm not going to give anybody a five. I'm going to give somebody a four. Well, the other ratings may not be as important because you may be one in thousands of people who respond. But with a vacation rental, we're talking smaller numbers here. And if you look at the math, you know, in order to keep a five-star rating, almost every stay has to be a five-star. And if one is not, if it's a four-star, then you need to have an incredible number of five stars in order for that to be so close to five star that the rating is pushed up to five stars. And yet if you get one four star, that rating drops from five stars down to four stars and that is a cost to the owner of the property or the host. Now, as I mentioned, we'll go into a couple of examples where the properties were in poor condition and they did not deserve a five-star rating and you should not give a five-star rating when that's the case. But if you walk into that property and you find a couple of kernels of dust or something on the floor, possibly it was the maid or the cleaning person moving their materials outside and they walk back in and track something back in, but it doesn't mean the entire house is not in good order. That's the kind of thing you need to potentially overlook. Then consider your own home. Would your own home pass the five-star muster at any one time, even after you've gone through to clean it? So that's one of the things that you need to consider. I also want to let you know that guests can cause damage. If you're a guest, you go, oh, I would never damage a place. It's amazing how much that guests actually literally wear out a property over a period of time. Now, you may have moved into your new home 10 years ago, and it doesn't even need paint on the inside. That's just the way you are. You haven't damaged the walls. You haven't stained the carpet. Almost nothing in your property needs to be completely replaced because all of these things that we do should last us a long time. So why should a vacation rental require so much maintenance? And it's because guests don't treat them like their own home. I don't mean that for every guest, but enough do damage so that it causes the property owners a lot of grief. And here's why. When you come in to stay in a property, particularly during the height of the season, and you find stains on the carpet, those stains weren't caused by the property owners. Those were caused by other guests who failed to clean them up, who did the stains. And the reason that they may not have been cleaned is because right behind that person who created the stain is your stay. So the property owners, well, they have a decision to make. They can call you and tell you you can't come in because they're going to have the carpet cleaned. And then where are you going to go? Or they can tell you, well, please come in. But we have a stain on the carpet that was caused by a previous guest. And we're sorry about that. If you are the typical guest that comes in, you won't care about that. But there are some guests that will say, I want a discount because of that. And I'll get into that in just a minute. But guests can and actually do cause damage to properties on a regular basis. And it's hard for property owners to get in and fix these things, if they can even afford it, 
as often as people are coming in to stay in their properties, particularly during the uh, business season. So you can help if you cause any damage or a stain, bring it to their attention. They're going to find out about it anyway and talk to the owners and say, what can we do to help fix this problem? And then just work it out. It's called communication, which I'll talk a little bit more about in a moment here. But you may not know this, but owners can rate guests, at least on the Airbnb platform. Not all the platforms are the same, but on the Airbnb, which is the number one platform, a guest can receive a bad rating, and that can mean that that guest may not be invited to stay at another property. There are a lot of property owners that will not allow guests with a two and three rating to stay on their property. Now, a lot of property owners are reluctant to give a guest a poor rating, only because it's tit for tat, so to speak, that guests can give a bad rating to the owner even when it's not deserved. And that is one of the problems with looking at the ratings strictly from a numerical point of view. You need to read the comments that are in there about what was said. Now, if you read five or six or seven comments and they're five star, five star, and you read a comment that was a four star saying, the place was filthy and the the host never contacted us and then they go on and on and on well i can tell you from experience more than likely that was probably younger guests they were told by their friends possibly on facebook that they can play a game with the host by telling the host the place is dirty and it needs to be cleaned and you want a discount as a result this happens more often than you would expect and it's the same thing it's it's almost as if it's rehearsed and they're getting it all from twitter or some other place like that and this usually comes at the end of the stay it doesn't come at the beginning of the stay it comes at the end of the stay when they're looking at possibly oh i don't know if i can afford this or not because i'm using mommy and daddy's credit card well i've talked to a number of owners about this and the answer to that is when a guest first comes in, they contact the guest and say, welcome to our property. Please let us know immediately after arriving if there's anything there that does not meet with your satisfaction. Something that we told you we would do for you or that would be there, for example, that there's two pillows on every bed and there's only one call us and tell us immediately give us the opportunity to fix it because we want that five-star rating and if everything meets with your expectation when you first get there there's no reason it won't for the rest of the stay so don't wait for two days or three days or until you leave to all of a sudden tell us that there was there was a pillow missing or that something didn't work you'll know that when you first get there so we ask you to walk around the property and try everything try the water check out all the appliances make sure everything is in working order and satisfactory and if it's not we're going to get in there immediately and we're going to take care of that because we care about you as a guest we want you to actually come back not just enjoy this one and give us a five-star rating but tell your friends and neighbors and come back so we want to give you a five-star rating because you gave us a five-star rating now that is the appropriate use of the rating system 
what is absolutely not appropriate is for someone to try to scam a property owner or a host and try to get something that they shouldn't. Frankly, that's immoral behavior. And if it weren't for the fact that it happens so often, I wouldn't even be mentioning it here. So if you have the opportunity to talk to other people that stay at vacation rentals, you might want to mention to them that there's a certain um, correct behavior that's expected, not just there, but anywhere else too. I'm going to cover communication here, which I think is pretty important. It's the main reason why guests leave le less than five star rating and why sometimes the host gives a less than five star rating. It's all about those expectations. So when the host communicates up front at the beginning of the stay with the guests, the guests get a chance to talk to the host. That's a very good thing because often the guests are, have questions about something like, you know, where do I go to get some seafood? Or where's the closest Catholic church? Or where's the grocery store where I can get some ice and probably some wood for my fire pit? All those questions can come up at the initial discussion. It's very good that the guests know that they know how to contact the host whenever anything does come up. And things do happen once in a while. Sometimes something will malfunction. The air conditioning might go out, for example. The host will jump on that right away and get somebody over there to fix it quickly. Now, because the air conditioning failed or the dishwasher didn't work when it did work when they first arrived, all those things can be fixed and usually pretty quickly. And a good host will ensure that they know repair people that can get out there and take care of these problems right away in the early stages of the guest's stay. Now there have been times when the guests were sitting there in, you know, sweating and it was heat during the summertime where we had to get an AC person out there to take care of it. And the cost to do that is very high because this is an emergency, but it's important to make sure that the guests are taken care of. And that's all part of communication. So you don't wait until it's time to go and say, well, we're just gonna put up with the heat and we'll ask them for a discount at the end. That's not right. The, the owner needs to know there's something wrong with that, not just for your stay, but for others too. And if it can be fixed, arranged for a time when you're out having a dinner or something, then that person can come in, take care of it and leave. So why not give them a five-star rating for that? because they went to the extra trouble to make sure that your stay was adequate at minimum. So in closing, I'll mention that you should leave comments. Comments are very important to hosts. Without your comments, there's no way this industry would be successful. Your comments left on site or directly to the hosts about anything you see on that property that you think can be improved for your next day or the next day for someone else that's coming in there. So I give an example on the blog about a young lady who mentioned to me that we should have more mirrors because there's a large group of people trying to get ready for you know going out to dinner at one time and the mirrors in the bathrooms weren't adequate. So as a result of that, we added full-length mirrors to the back of bedroom doors and closet doors. 
That's the kind of thing that can improve for everybody at all locations. So just keep communicating. Leave your comments. Written comments are great. We leave books on all of our properties where people can actually write comments and indicate to the owners some more detail about their stay that would be helpful. The kinds of things you don't necessarily need to put on the Airbnb website about, well, if this mirror was a foot over to the left or something like that, most people don't need to read that, but that would be helpful for the host to see. You can also leave comments on the host's websites generally. Our website has a place for you to leave comments. So comments are very important. Now I'm going to close on this now. I'm also going to say that you should visit the retirecoast.com website where we have plenty of blog articles about this and similar topics along with other podcasts that you might want to listen to. If you like this one, there'll be others too. If you're interested in perhaps buying a property, vacation rental property that you can stay in once in a while and then have a manager manage it for you, you need to visit our website and there's an article or two on that topic as well. So in closing, my name is Bill Anderson. I've enjoyed being your host for this discussion and I hope you'll come back and listen to more podcasts. Thank you.